This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Friday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins sweep the Boston Red Sox. Beat them 2-0 yesterday. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. So how much time do you have? Where do we begin? The Marlins have swept the Boston Red Sox. They have swept their seventh three-game series of the season. The winning streak hits five, and the Miami Marlins now have 19 wins in the month of June. That is the best month of June in franchise history. The 06 team had won 18 in the month of June. Marlins came in tied with that ball club tonight. Oh, the Marlins sail right by that 06 ball club. The Marlins are 19-7 this month. Unbelievable. They've won five in a row. They just swept the Boston Red Sox. The starting pitching continues to be just utterly sensational. They get another big timely hit late in the ball game. Jazz with some insurance in the ninth. Puck with his 13th save of the season. This is incredible. And the Marlins are 14 games over 500. Only two other teams in franchise history have uh, accomplished that feat. And both culminated in a parade and a trophy at the end of the season. Unbelievable. Gabby Sanchez with me now. I'm Kyle Seeloff. This is the 10th inning show. And uh, I don't know, Gabby, take it away, my man. This is so <laughs> well, much fun. I'll tell you this. Boston does not want to see another team from South Florida this year again. 3-1 and one against the Heat. There were... The, the Panthers were 3-1 and one against the Bruins, and then all of a sudden the Marlins come in, and they sweep the Red Sox. They've had enough of South Florida. But what can you say about this ball club? I mean, again, just like they've been doing all year, the starting pitching has gone out there and just nasty. Lazardo today was just that, nasty. Goes six and a third, only giving up three hits, striking out nine, giving up one free pass. And then you go to the bullpen. Nardi comes in into a situation with man on first and second. Things were getting a little hairy there. And then he just proceeds to just go out there, strike out a batter, and then get a ground ball, take it himself to first base. And then you have Tanner Scott who came in, two strikeouts in his inning, and then Puck closing it out. It's just beautiful to watch this team play. They were getting no hit there, Kyle, all the way into the eighth inning where they were able to get Gene Segura's able to get things going with the infield base hit. Joy Wendell adds on. John Birdie added on. Sanchez, I mean, it was just on and on and on. Guys were just doing it. That's the way to play team baseball. And then when you needed the insurance run, because you always want that insurance run, you don't want one swing in the bat to tie it up. Jazz Jr. comes up and just crushes a ball again to center field, giving that insurance run that the Marlins needed. And it turns out they really didn't need it because A.J. Puck was able to just go one, two, three. I would say as we kind of recap this ball game here tonight, it starts, Gabby, with the starting pitching. Yeah, I, I mean, always. The, you know, the Marlins have just been incredible on the mound all season long. They've truly shortened games. They entered tonight with a 0.73 ERA over their last six starts. Jesus Lazardo fires six and a third, a shutout baseball tonight. They get the massive hit, but the bullpen is just nails. I mean, like, 
think I tweeted this out this morning or yesterday. At through 81 games and now make it 82, you are who you are. And the bottom line is that the Marlins are good. Like it's not a fluke anymore. When you're 82 games into a season and you're 14 games over 500, you're a really good baseball team. And the expectations have totally changed for this team now this season. No, it definitely has. And here's the thing. It took some time. Right, and it's going to take time. When you have a new coaching staff, as a player, there's that trust that still needs to come about. And, yes, you have your spring training where guys are really starting to learn, okay, how is Skip going to be? Or the hitting coach or the most automires. And, and you're looking at them like, okay, are they really in this with us? Are they putting everything they have into making us better? And all of a sudden, these guys have bought in. And as soon as they started to buy in, this team has just taken off. They have learned the game better. And one of the biggest things, and we've talked about it before, Skip Schubacher, he doesn't let things pass. If you mess up on the field, as soon as you come into the dugout, they talk to you. And they don't talk to you by disciplining. They let you know, hey, this was where you made the mistake. And the reason why, they don't want you to make the same mistake in the game. Where a lot of coaches will say, hey, just write that down and we'll let them know, you know, after the game or tomorrow, we'll sit them down and say, hey, remember this and we'll show the video. No, 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 no. Because if the same play happens, we don't want that to be the same exact situation where they make that same mistake. This team doesn't do that anymore you saw them do it last year with the different coaching staff and I've said it before and I'll say it again this team is not where they're at if they do not have that coaching staff that they that Kim Ang has brought in I think they've done a wonderful job I think that these players are giving it they're all for these this coaching staff and for one another and they're reaping the rewards with a lot of W's Oh, man. All right, Gabby. I guess uh, we got to go hop on the bird and head down to Atlanta. But uh, we still got to work. We can do this all night long. All right. That's Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game tonight. There was absolutely nothing in the way of a highlight through seven innings tonight. Brian Bayo, the young right-hander for the Red Sox, had himself a no-hitter going through seven. Jesus Lazardo tossed six and a third shutout innings tonight. He was incredible. He left with a couple of men on base in favor of Andrew Nardi in the bottom of the seventh inning. Nardi struck out Yoshida, the left-handed hitting designated hitter, and then he got Christian Arroyo to bounce back to him. And Nardi extinguished what was truly the only real threat for the Red Sox in this ballgame tonight. Top of the eighth inning in a scoreless ball game this evening. The leadoff hitter, Gene Segura, bounced a ball back towards the middle of the diamond. Kike Hernandez, Hernandez excuse me, made a sensational diving stop to his left and then tried to make a desperate acrobatic throw to first to preserve the no-hitter. He could not do so. Segura let off the eighth inning with a single. The next man was Joey Wendell. He snuck a ball through the right side into the outfield. Segura went first to third. The Marlins had runners at first and third with nobody out in the eighth inning. That was the end of things for Brian Bayo. Alex Cora brought in the big, tall right-hander Chris Martin, and his first uh, subject and task was to face John Birdie. One and two the count, and the pitch is a line drive. And the center field, the base hit for John Birdie, and the Marlins take a one nothing lead here in the eighth inning. And that was all that the Marlins would need tonight. Now, Birdie's single put runners at first and second. Jesus Sanchez then broke his bat but dunked the ball in the air and onto the turf and left. The Marlins had the bases loaded with nobody out in the top of the eighth inning. Nick Fortes bounced into a 5-2-3 double play, 
And after the Red Sox intentionally walked Luis Arise, Jorge Soler struck out to end and extinguish the threat for the Marlins in the eighth inning, but they had a run. Tanner Scott came on for the Marlins in the bottom of the eighth. Kike Hernandez reached on an E5. It was a slow roller, not too terribly slow to third. Took a wicked hop on Gene Segura, and so the leadoff man was aboard. But after Connor Wong unsuccessfully tried to sacrifice himself, in fact, he popped the ball into foul territory. That was caught by Luisa Rice. Tanner Scott struck out both Alex Verdugo and Justin Turner, and this ball game was going to the ninth tonight. Kenley Jansen, the veteran right-handed closer, came on for the Red Sox. Brian De La Cruz singled to lead off the ninth inning. Chris, or uh, Chris Davis, yeah, Jonathan Davis pinch ran for him. He was caught stealing 2-6 to six with Jazz Chisholm Jr. at the plate, but Jazz would provide a little bit more insurance for the Marlins tonight all by his lonesome. Here's the 2-0 to Jazz, and that is swung on and hit in the air with authority. Center field, Duvall's going back, racing back, looking up, and it's out of here! Jazz Chisholm Jr., a big fly! His second of the series, his ninth of the season. There's the insurance the Marlins were looking for here in the ninth, and he knew it, Gabby, off the bat. But listen to the boos. Keep on booing them. <laughs> well, the Marlins get a run on three hits. One man left on base in the top of the ninth inning. A.J. Puck came on for the Marlins in the bottom of the ninth inning tonight. He struck out Rob Refsnyder swinging. He struck out Rafael Devers swinging. And the last hope for the Red Sox tonight, trailing by two with nobody on and two out in the ninth inning, was Adam Duvall. And elevated. One and two, the count to Adam Duvall. Pucks a strike away, and the pitch is hit in the air right field. On the run is Sanchez. He is over. He makes the catch. The Miami Marlins are 14 games over 500 as the boos rain down on the Red Sox here at Fenway Park. Only two other times in the history of this franchise have they been 14 games over. It was 1997, and it was 2003. The Marlins sweep the Red Sox this week, and they beat them 2 to nothing here tonight. Not only did the Marlins sweep the Red Sox this week, they have swept the Boston Red Sox for the first time in Miami Marlins franchise history. The Marlins have collected their 48th win of the season tonight. They're 48-34 and 34 through 82 games, and now a three-game set with the Atlanta Braves hangs in the balance this weekend down at Truist Park just outside of downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Totals from this ballgame tonight for the Marlins. Two runs, seven hits, no errors, five men left on base. And for the Red Sox, no runs, four hits, one error, five men left on base. The winning pitcher is Andrew Nardi. He's 6-1. and one. Brian Bayo's the loser. He's 5-5. Five and five. A.J. Puck with his 13th save of the season for the Miami Marlins. Total time of game, two hours and 21 minutes in front of a near-capacity crowd of 36,559. 77 degrees, cloudy at first pitch at Fenway tonight. It was a beautiful night for baseball, and it gets just a little bit sweeter after the Miami Marlins sweep the Boston Red Sox here this evening. Jesus Lazardo went six and a third. Birdie collects the game-winning hit. Chisholm provides the insurance in the ninth, 
A.J. Puck puts the finishing touches on the Marlins' 48th victory of the season, and he collects his 13th save in 15 tries in 2023. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, Lazardo punched out nine, Scott two, Puck two, and Nardi one. That is 14 strikeouts for the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, and that means that $350 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down to listen to a very happy Skip Schumacher following the sweep. The Marlins are 14 games over 500. Skip, tell us how you feel. Skip, quite the pitcher's duel here today. We'll start with your guy, Luzardo, 17 in a row. He retired. What made him so good here tonight? Yeah, on the attack all night, uh, the changeup was really good. The slider was excellent. The fastball command, I thought, was you know why he you know, went into the seventh inning. Um, some weak contact, got some really good hitters out, and um, you know, big strikeouts we needed to. On the flip side, Bayo, what made him so difficult for you guys to get to? No hit through seven. Yeah, the sinker, fastball cut a little bit, top of the zone. The changeup is real. We just couldn't couldn't get the barrel on it. Um, guys were frustrated. A lot of weak contact. He did a really really good job. Uh, proud of our guys for battling all the way through. Um, didn't look good there for a minute, uh, but that's a, it's a really good young pitcher that's going to have a really good future in this league. What adjustments did you see Segura and Wendell do to collect the first couple and the only two hits against them? I think the balls just got through. You know, that's just what it was. I mean, it wasn't like we were we were hitting it on the line or um, I think Birdie was really the only guy that hit the ball hard to right field. Other than that, there was a lot of weak contact and even the ground balls that, that got through were weak. But, you know, luckily for us, they got through and uh, started a rally. Going from being you no know, hit through seven to a sweep, and considering what this weekend, you know, with the Braves, just the range of emotions. Yeah, I, I, we really haven't got to the Braves. We're, we're thinking about the Red Sox, and uh, you know, tonight against Fenway in Fenway against a good pitcher, and you know, we wanted to end the series on a good note and have a happy flight. And you know, we'll worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow, I say that a lot, but that's just the reality. And so. You know, we had a, again, we had a fresh bullpen because the last two guys, uh, or Sandy started the series really, really well. Um, and credit to our bullpen. Our bullpen, I mean, my goodness, you know, Scott and Nardi coming in with traffic, and it feels like he comes in with a dirty inning, and literally no inherited runners are crossing. Uh, I'm not going to even, not, I don't knock on wood. I don't believe in that stuff. So I just believe in, um, you know, who he is and what he's about this year. He's done an excellent job. Scott's throwing, you know, 97, 98 miles an hour. Uh, really good at the run game today. Uh, and then Puck, you know, went through a really tough part of the order. So uh, just really proud of the pitching performance. It was excellent. Another home run for Jazz. Probably best you could have before this first series back for him after six weeks. Yeah, I can't imagine a better better comeback than this one, right? A couple homers, a couple big RBIs uh, in big situations, too. It wasn't just, uh, you know, home run up 10 runs or nothing. I mean, we needed that insurance run. Uh, you know, you always want to have that extra run in the ninth inning against obviously a really good lineup in the meat of the order coming up. So um, having an extra run was big. Do you, do you think that should have been a hit for him maybe? Or you're fine with the error that they call I always want the hit. I'm, I was a hitter, so I want every hit. So, yeah, I hope I hope that, that goes into a hit or turns into a hit. Tough play. That's not an easy play. Um, he might even beat that out for a single. So, yeah, I'm, I always hope for hits, especially for our guys. Do you guys have an update on how he's doing? Yeah, Yuli seemed okay in there. Tough break. Uh, no pun intended. He didn't break anything. Uh, don't want to go go down that route. Um, but yeah, just you know, hit him, you know, nose, you know, to the cheekbone area, and 
Um, I was out there when it happened. I saw it happen. It, it, you know, the blood out of his nose. It was tough. Um, but I think he'll be okay. Day to day? Yeah, day to day. Thanks, Kevin. All right, I had a chance to catch up with Joey Wendell. He went two for four. He is tearing the cover off the ball in the month of June. Let's hear what Joey had to say following the victory. Thank you very much, Kyle, here with Joey Wendell. Joey, uh, you guys are getting no hit through seven innings. What was the message coming out for the top of the eighth? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Brownie set the tone. He just said, we're not going to lose. We're not going to lose today. Um, you know, then we come out with four straight hits, you know, a couple – couple bloops really good at bat by John Birdie um, you know and that was all we needed tonight 19 wins for you guys in the month of June you're batting over 365 in this month personally what's working for you at the plate right now uh, a little bit of luck for sure um, you know but you're definitely just getting rewarded for putting the ball in play right now and and busting it down the line and um, you know I have been feeling better I feel like I'm swinging at better pitches in general um, and as a team I mean it's just fun to be a part of right now we're we're having a lot of fun um, we got a happy flight to Atlanta today and hopefully we can keep it keep it rolling What's Jazz's impact been like, uh, particularly these last few days since he's been back? Yeah, well, uh, he's hitting the ball pretty well, which is always nice too. But uh, obviously, he brings that energy. He brings, um, you know, some intangibles there that uh, you know that only Jazz can bring. So, uh, so we're glad to have him back. He's seeing the ball well, coming right off a of rehab. Uh, you know, hitting the ball in the air, hitting it far. So that's great. Last one for you, Joe. You've been a part of some really good teams. Twenty wins now in uh, you know these close games. What is it about? this squad right now that feels comfortable in these tight games yeah i mean there's definitely just a you know a confidence level that we have i mean we have um you know confidence in each other confidence that uh, if we don't get the job done we're going to pass the baton and somebody else will um and that's definitely been emphasized from the top down i mean you know it's pass the baton if if uh, somebody doesn't get it done then the next person in the lineup will and we have confidence that'll happen and um, you know, I think we've also done a really good job at executing late in the games and getting hits where we need them. Joey, I appreciate the time, man. Great job today. Thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. All right, we also got a chance to talk to the newest all-star for your Miami Marlins. He's going to be starting in the all-star game at second base. Luis Arise, let's get his reaction to being named NL all-star starter. It's been a lot because everybody knows I work hard every day. And especially it's my first start in the all-star game now. And then I want to say thanks to the fans for supporting me and both for me. So I want to say thanks to God for this. What was that moment like when Skip told you the good news? I, I almost cried there, emotional. But um, especially the, the, play, the game we play right now, I give it to my teammates, to my family, to the fans to support me. And then anything, I just need to continue to play like that and then I go to Seattle to enjoy that. What did it mean to you to share that moment with your teammates? I check to my team because they they are for me, they support me, they're here every day, they are my family. And then this is for them, this is for my family, this is for the fans because they support me. And then especially we play a really good game and then we sweep the Boston today. And then I'm excited, I'm happy, and then I just go I just wanna go there and enjoy. Your performance so far this season, has it exceeded the expectations you had? Yeah, I think yes, because I play really good baseball. I do uh, really good things there, and then I work hard. Everybody know that, and then I deserve it. So I, I, I just want to say thanks, God. I'm saying, what if you know we told you, you know the day you got traded back in January that you'd be you know hovering near 400, you'd make the All Star game as a starter. What would you say to that? Uh, Gino talk to me every day. He's my brother. We are close. We um we just hitting together, 
we are we, we have the same hitting coach and then Gino's the the best. He's a he's a funny guy. He got a lot of energy and then especially he's he's now he got a lot of hits now but he was struggling and then he still got a lot of energy and he support me a lot. So I love that guy and then I wanna say thanks God for that guy and then I think we got really good uh, really good team. You mentioned this is for your team, it's for your family, it's for everybody else. The self, your selflessness, where does that come from? Uh, yes, uh, for my family, for my trainers, for my hitting coach, because those guys support me to play hard, to get me right, to do my routine every single day. I want to say thanks to Nelson Cruz too, to Fran Valdez, uh, Glenn, he's my conditioning trainer, and then to the to the Miami Marlins staff coach and then my teammates. So I just needed to go there and enjoy. And uh, for the game today, to be able to get the sweep today, you guys have a big test this weekend in Atlanta. What did these lack, what did this sweep mean for you guys and especially the way you guys had to do it today after no hits through seven to be able to rally? I mean, uh, Bello, that guy threw a really good, uh, threw, threw a really good uh, game. He was nasty today. And then because I faced him last year and then this year he threw a really good but uh, we just come here, like I say, we got a really good team, especially Jim get a first hit to the middle, Bertie follow him, and then Wender, and then we score a run, and then we win the game. So this is big series, and then now we, we go to Atlanta and then play with those guys. All right, we got a big series in Atlanta. It starts here tonight, 721st pitch. Brian Hoeing takes the mound, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 650. We hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. Some Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 